0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba At participating McDonald's. This episode is brought to you by Dove. You use all the right skincare products for your face, but your body has been missing out. With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, Hello and welcome to Tales from Titchmarsh, a wry look at life over the garden fence with me, Alan Titchmarsh. This time, patience, and why some things are worth waiting for. Of all the months in the year, I think February is the one that glories in what a monastic friend of mine calls the postponement of gratification. The old saying, the darkest hour is just before the dawn, comes to mind. In other words, This is as bad as it gets, and yet there's something about anticipation that gives gardening an extra frisson of excitement. We might be treated to snowdrops at this time of year, the odd bloom on winter-flowering shrubs, bright bark on dogwoods and willows, but for nature's brightest glories, we must wait a little longer. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. We live in a world whose population has become used to having exactly what it wants, when it wants. The world of commerce has encouraged that state of affairs. After all, if people will pay for something now, why not take their money before someone else does? This is why we have Christmas thrust on us by the shops as early as September. If the autumn weather is warm and sunny, an Indian summer... You could be forgiven for thinking you're enjoying an Australian Christmas. Even the bucolic world of horticulture has been forced to follow suit, not only by offering poinsettias for sale in early November, but by making chrysanthemums, those wonderful heralds of autumn, available all year round. Thanks to supplementary lighting and blackouts, the plants are fooled into thinking autumn has arrived, even in May and June. But you see... I don't want my chrysanthemums in spring and summer. I want them in October and November when the acrid tang of their crushed foliage makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand on end and sends me scurrying for my vest. I wait each year for my asparagus to emerge in April knowing that by the end of June I'll have had my fill and be more than ready to let the ferns grow strengthening the plants for next year's harvest. And yet, if I want... I can have asparagus all year round, simply by toddling off to the supermarket and buying a bundle of the shoots that have been shipped halfway round the world, burning up fossil fuel. And that's another thing altogether. Frequently, I'm asked to recommend a shrub that'll grow to a certain height and then stop, that has leaves all the year round, and that is always in flower. I assure the person asking for this miracle plant that it would bore them rigid after a few months. They'd no longer notice it was there because they'd come to take its unchanging visage for granted. I can understand why people are wary of planting ornamental flowering cherries, for example, as their period of blossom is relatively short at just two or three weeks. But, oh, the display! At the moment... My cherries remain in tight bud, but those buds, which will fatten in a few weeks' time, are closely watched daily by me and my family, and the local bullfinches too, but we'll pass over that. They'll gradually swell and finally burst open to reveal a cluster of embryonic flowers surrounded by a tuft of leaves. These will expand as the blooms burst forth to cover the tree in the snow of spring." "'I'll be out there admiring them "'and taking snapshots of the clusters of pure white flowers "'set against a clear blue sky "'until nature runs its course and the flowers fade "'and then are replaced by the new season's leaves. "'So what's not to like?' Yes, the tips of the petals turn brown before they fall, but I can treasure the memory of their glory and anticipate their emergence once more next spring. But I can see that this wouldn't suit the sort of folk who can't even wait for a bus. Hey-ho, I don't suppose things will ever change, but I do like to think that gardeners, real gardeners, understand the wisdom of my monastic friend's willingness to enjoy the wait as well as the ultimate experience. Mind you, I suspect that in his case the postponing of gratification must continue until he arrives in heaven. As a gardener, I am relieved that I only have to wait until spring."